Welcome to the High Income Business Writing Podcast, helping you propel your writing business to a whole new level. And now, here's your host, Ed Gandia. Hey there, welcome to the High Income Business Writing Podcast. I am your host, Ed Gandia, and this is the podcast for business writers and copywriters who want to earn more and less time doing work they love for better clients. This episode is a little different and much shorter than usual. Rather than my typical 45-minute format, today I'm sharing a quick tip with you. And this is part of the regular audio insights that I publish for my private coaching clients. I just thought you'd find it helpful. So here we go. I hope you enjoy it. If you're the CEO of a large organization, you pay close attention to what your competitors are experiencing in the marketplace. So say you're the head of a major hospital system or the CEO of Dow Chemical or Coca-Cola or Home Depot. Not only are you looking at your own numbers closely, you're also paying very close attention to the numbers and conditions and situations of your big competitors. You're also looking at key metrics and market trends on a regular basis. And the reason is what's impacting your competitors is very likely going to impact you if it's not already. So if there's a surge in demand, you want to capture some of that business. And if there's a drop in demand, you want to shore up your business to lessen the blow. And the reason for that is the law of big numbers. So if your revenue is in the billions of dollars and comes from tens of thousands or even millions of customers, a small change in the economy, a small change in market trends will very likely impact you. This probably all makes sense, right? In fact, it probably makes so much sense that you don't know this, but you're very likely using this kind of thinking in your own business. And and that's not really a good thing. So it's very common to ask a writer friend or a small group of peers what they're seeing in the market right now. I see this all the time in Facebook groups. I see questions such as, hey, what are you guys seeing in terms of clients putting projects on hold right now? Or are your clients and prospects balking at your fees suddenly? Who's seeing this? Or maybe something like anyone out there getting resistance from clients to getting into a monthly retainer situation. You've seen these questions. You've probably asked some of them. I know I have. But here's the danger in doing this. When you ask a writer friend or even a group of writing colleagues what they're seeing, you're not getting statistically accurate data. You're just getting feedback on what that person or that small group of writers is seeing in their own world. The problem with this is as a freelancer, You're only able to take on, say, five clients at any given time. Even if you have an agency model, there's a very good probability that you're working with only five to 10 clients at any given time. And that's on the high side. So when we're talking about five to 10 clients, that's just not a large enough sample size to draw too many conclusions from. You might ask, well, what if I got feedback from 20 different colleagues, each of whom is working with, let's say, five clients? That's 100 data points. Isn't that enough? Not really. Because each of them is working in a different market, doing different things for different clients. Not only that, but each of them is running a different type of business. Each has its own shortcomings. I'll even say that many of them are shortchanging themselves. Okay, not everybody, but look, we're all different. It's, this would be like the CEO of Coca-Cola phoning up the CEO of RC Cola, which, by the way, I had to look up to see it, it even exists, and it does. to to get a read on how business is going for RC Cola and then making decisions for Coke based on that conversation. Now, look, here's where I'm going with this. 
You make your own economy. You make your own set of circumstances. Don't fall into the trap of making decisions or worse yet, adopting a reactive mindset of fear and worry because you're getting feedback that's not reflective of your own capabilities and what's possible for you. So yes, talk to your peers. I'm not suggesting that you live and work in isolation. I'm also not suggesting that the peer who shared bad news with you is doing something wrong or that they're not good at what they do. Not at all. No one is immune from business tips. But you have to be careful what you accept as an absolute truth. Call me silly, but here's my own policy with this. I will gladly take in positive news and feedback as is. I don't question it. Instead, I use it at face value as motivation and inspiration for myself. Now, when I hear negative news and feedback, I do question it. Okay, I do pick it apart a little bit more. I analyze it. I think about it. And I remind myself that this is just one data point that's not representative of my own situation and future possibilities. I'm not saying I ignore it. I'm just saying I'm a little bit more critical about how I let it affect me. And I go a little bit deeper into that information. Now, I admit that this is a very biased approach. I let one in without question, but I filter the heck out of the other one. And I do that because, you know what? I'm running my own show here. And I'm not trying to be fair to every opinion that comes my way. I'm trying to be fair to me and to my business. And the best way to be fair is to purposely counteract information that won't serve me and my goals. So look, don't be afraid to ask for feedback from peers. It's natural and healthy to do so. But just be careful with how you process and use that feedback. Because at the end of the day, it's all up to you. You create your own economy. You make your own set of circumstances. The High Income Business Writing Podcast is a production of B2B Business Launcher. Learn more at b2blauncher.com.